Welcome back to the latest episode of Messy. Now, if you've been tuning in and you know all of my episodes have been slightly different, I've addressed a couple of different issues. I've talked about random issues and today I want to talk about this whole privilege thing. Over the weekend, I posted to my private social media a comment that it was really a thought of my own. I was just sitting back paying attention and it was like, you should never become so privileged that you forget reality. And the reason why I I say this is because we all know that our culture has been set up to think black privilege, white privilege. And quite frankly, we all act privileged in some light. Just be honest and think about it. We all act like we're privileged to some extent. So today's episode is going to be titled B Privilege, W Privilege. We all have privilege. I'm not saying this to offend anybody, but I'm going to tackle a couple things that have happened to me um, because of someone feeling privileged and not necessarily any specific race because I am African-American and I have run into African-Americans who feel privileged. And I don't even believe in this whole white privilege, black privilege thing because I've been in several different situations and I've been afforded the same opportunities as both races. And you know what it boiled down to? Being nice to people. (laughs) I'm serious. If you don't know how to be nice to people, then you will never get opportunities that you think that you are entitled to. Seriously. A lot of us feel so entitled that you walk into a room and nobody addresses you or nobody speaks to you because of whatever your popularity may be with a certain crowd or because of your title or whatever the situation may be. And then you become arrogant. You become upset. You start to trash people. You start to distance yourself from opportunities that could have been afforded to you if you had been nicer. One prime example that I had, and I'm not going to say the course of action that I took was the proper course of action, but I did what I had to do at the time. I had a position somewhere and it was afforded to me by one of my um, former bosses outside of my regular employment. I guess I should just say that I worked for someone on the side and then I ran into a problem of my own and I went to this person for assistance and they in return just assisted me with finding another job. I worked for this person for almost two years and a situation went down where I had signing rights. I was allowed to process certain things and when I was asked to process a certain set of documents and I started questioning where funds were what I was doing and why I was doing it, etc. The person got mad and started having a nasty attitude. I in return went back to my actual boss and the boss was out of the office that week. One thing leads to another. I took a half day off. The next day I come in and I wasn't feeling the vibe. I had emails where I was being checked for saying something back to this person for asking me to process things without giving me details. And then I went home sick that day. Now I'll tell you, there was an email sent out in this situation that was hung, that was in the outbox, and it was forwarded to the correct personnel, number one. I spoke with someone before I left that day, (laughs) number two. Number three, I tried to reach out to my boss and I received a whole lot of backlash. Long story short, By the time I got home that evening after running an errand, after I went home, not feeling well, I had been fired by someone coming to my house and sliding a letter in my door. Red flags start 
blind. <laughs> First off, I lived in a gated community. How did you get behind those gates? Next thing was, why didn't anyone contact me? Following that, a few days go by, I cancel my whole weekend, and that next Monday, Monday night football, opening game, the Falcons were playing. Don't remember who they were playing. The game was televised. I'm receiving phone calls during this football game, and the person reached out to my mother. My employer, my boss, had no relationship with my mother. They didn't even contact me. A few days later, I receive a second letter in the in the mail this time. So I knew it was real. So I was kind of proud that I did what I did initially. The first thing I did when I got home to, re- to notice that I received letters slid in my door was I contacted the EEO office. I also contacted the chief judge and I also contacted the police because that was a red flag for me. When I received phone calls from my mother stating that she was being contacted, that was another red flag, went right back to the police. Nobody did anything. I also went to consult some attorneys. They didn't help me very much, so I let it go. I let my lease ride and I went on about my business. The next situation I found myself in months later, I went back to the personnel department to find out what I was being coded because I'm applying for full-time jobs. I'm not getting any leads off of anything or anyone that I've actually interviewed with. I had been coded as someone who had resigned. Now that was bogus. Once I provided all the documentation to the personnel department, a few weeks later, I was notified that this person had stepped down and the actual person who was asking me to do all the documentation, who all the drama spurred from had taken that person's place. That was so messy. From that, I start having problems within my family. I tell this story just to tell you all that it's not just a black privilege or a white privilege thing. Those were all African-Americans. Sometimes we all start to feel so entitled that you forget you are gambling with other people's lives, whether it's something word of mouth, whether you're doing somebody dirty because you felt like you were entitled. These were all African-Americans in positions of power, government power. I'm employed now. That's part of my story. And I feel like this story has to be told because I have so many people looking at me like I'm crazy or looking at me strange. I've had so many family members that I've had to walk away from because the truth is I worked for someone who was very close to my family. So they turned on me. And the actual realization that I had to process was that some people may just think that I did the person dirty. No. You felt entitled or you felt like because you were in a position of power that you were entitled to treat people how you wanted. Life doesn't work that way. There are steps and procedures and protocols that we all have to follow. And if I was requested or some things were requested of me and I provided that and you were asked to step down, I didn't do you dirty. You fired me without a conversation or an explanation. Now, this conversation or me telling this story is very uncomfortable, but it's my reality. You should never become so privileged that you forget reality. No, I'm not the president. I'm not the CEO. I'm not an attorney nor a doctor. And I find that the more I encounter some of these individuals, that some some actually know my story and some don't. I find that a lot of these people feel like they're more entitled than others. Keisha Cole posted the um, quote about treating the janitor the same way you would as anyone else. I'm one of the nicest people you will ever meet until you try to cross me or plain and simple treat me like crap. There have been several instances where I've been in rooms with people that I had no idea who they were. 
Prime example, uh, the basketball player John Wall's family was in a shoe store with me and uh, um, an acquaintance. And the person actually put their belongings down. And I looked around. They were asking me to wash their belongings. And they're walking off. So I picked their bag up. And then I allow a, a lady to sit down. Later, we all sit around and we're laughing and we're joking. And I get home and on social media, this group of women, this lady, is this basketball player's family. Now, had I just allowed that bag to sit there to hold up that space, I would not have allowed that lady to have a seat. None of us are that important or special that we can't allow someone to have a seat that we aren't even occupying. Unless it's, you know, we have a ticket or we've paid for this seat or, you know, we have a legitimate reason to why we're holding up this seat. I'm going to wrap things up right here because this one's one of those touchy subjects. I just want to get that off because we should never be to the point where we forget that we're all human. That this is someone else's life that we're playing with. I've been in more uncomfortable situations since then, but I'm going to leave things as they are. I was out in public um, recently, and one of the things I've learned to do when I travel by myself is I peep out the scene. If there's something I want to take a picture with by myself, I'll either ask somebody who works there to take the picture, or if there's a group of friends one of those situations where I'm comfortable enough asking, I will ask a stranger to take a picture for me. Well, in one particular situation, I asked this stranger to take my picture. And as we talked, I found that he's an actual photographer. Now, I have a need for headshots right now. Long story short, this gentleman actually agreeing to take my picture in this public setting pretty much just earned my business whenever I do get the time to schedule and get everything together. One of my favorite quotes is a Bible scripture. Be not weary in well-doing, for you shall reap if you faint not. Galatians 6, 9. Don't ever get tired of doing the right thing. The moral of the story from what happened with my previous employer. It's not safe or responsible just to put your name on a document and you don't know what it is you're actually signing. Or because someone just tells you to do something, you go do it. And you don't really know what you're doing every time. You got to use common sense. We're all human. So quite frankly, I don't believe in black privilege or white privilege. I believe we've all become very desensitized. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Messy. Life and people could be quite messy, which is why I'm here. And I hope you'll tune in next time. I hope you have an amazing week.